Welcome to Market Space, a podcast for everyone who's sick of gimmicky, inauthentic marketing advice. Join me, Cheryl Rice, and my co-host, Rebecca Mead, for a no-holds-barred, unscripted, opinionated conversation on marketing for small businesses. In this episode, we're talking SEO, that's search engine optimization, in a palatable way. SEO can be one of the most cost-effective and impactful marketing practices for your business, and we'll walk through the different factors to consider when aiming for the first page of Google. If you like what you hear, you can hear more when you subscribe to MarketSpace on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, and have each new episode delivered directly to your favorite device. And here we go. MarketSpace, episode number six, Demystifying SEO. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Cheryl Rice. This is my partner, Rebecca Mead. Howdy. Hey. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Great. So listen, who's afraid of SEO? It's the most misunderstood and underutilized marketing opportunity out there for your business. You've made this investment in having a website, and you know the purpose of your website is to generate business, whether you're selling products or selling services. And you know you're supposed to be doing the SEO, right? But you avoid it because it's confusing, it's always changing, and it feels like once you get into it, you're you're just kind of chasing your tail. But it's not really something to fear. And in this episode, we're going to break it down into easily digestible bits. And hopefully we can make it seem a little bit less frightening and a little bit more doable, right? That's our aim. That's our aim. So sure, let's start out with a little marketing humor. Uh Tell me, uh, where's the best place to hide a body? Uh, where is the best place to hide a body, Rebecca? Mm-hmm. That would be the second page of Google. <laughs> oh, God. I know. Corny, corny. But I, it really speaks to what we're going to be talking about today. So before we get into all the technical and the strategy and the tactical aspects of SEO, um, thought I would just go through a couple of uh, foundational things um, so that we all can kind of have an understanding uh, for people who may not be real familiar with how SEO works. Um, and uh, we can go from there. So, um, you know, what is SEO? Um, you know, SEO does stand for search engine optimization, um, but it's really the art of getting found on, uh, and I, when I say getting found, your website being found on uh, in the free or organic space within Google, Yahoo, and Bing. And so, you know, throughout we're going to be, you know, I think we use Google now as a verb, right? And it really takes over um, any other understanding of search engines. So if we say Google, we're meaning all of the different search engines. But the purpose of SEO is is to have your um, website found on that first page because nobody scrolls to the second page. You know, 94% of us uh, click on something on the first page. So really vital to get your business listed there. Um, and the objective of SEO is to increase leads to your website, click-throughs, right? people to click on your, your title, to go to your website, uh, increase those uh, leads uh, or sales on your website and improve uh, brand awareness, meaning, you know, people know about you, what people know about you. Um, but to really understand how uh, SEO works, we have to understand how the search engines work. So they use a lot of, al- you know, the algorithms we all hear about Google has recently changed their algorithms and what they're focusing on now. But basically it's that they 
use programming in order to put out what we call web crawlers or spiders or bots to actually crawl the web. Um, and whenever they find a new page, they kind of add it to the index. They they check out what the page is about. They scan the, the content on those websites and they add it to an index. And we kind of think of this index as a kind of a modern Rolodex, right? So when somebody visits Google and types something into the search bar, the algorithm will then um, you know, has put your site in with all of these different ranking factors and will pull from that index and place you appropriately within those search engine results. Um, the goal of the search engines is to provide the best possible web page for each search or query. Um, and when we say web page, not website, because they don't rank your entire site, they're ranking each individual page on your website. Um, and you know, the algorithm, while it sounds scary, is really nothing more than a kind of a set of rules to be followed when uh, they're trying to solve a problem and return the right search results to you. Um, so what the search engines consider problems are search queries, um, you know, answers uh, to people's questions that they put in. Um, and the algorithms are just programs that kind of uh, pair the two and return your site uh, appropriately to what the searcher is looking for. Um, you know, Google's mission, they say, is to organize the world's information and make it universally accessible and useful. Um, and, you know, that can seem pretty overwhelming um, for a small business owner to think, well, how do I rank against the big guys? You know, how do I get found? Well, um, we're going to talk a little bit about that today, but they're really about four elements of you know, what we consider four elements of SEO. Uh, they are the technical SEO. So the, you know, the, the way that uh, Google and the other search engines can actually read your site. Um, there's the content and why content is so important. There's on-site optimization. And then there, of course, there's off-site optimization. So we're going to, we're going to dive into each one of these on a very high level um, and hopefully provide you with a little bit of um, good information that you can take and, and start uh, improving your own search rank. So technical SEO, and this is the most, I think, what everyone really gets hung up on and why it's, uh, why a lot of people really don't dive into the whole, uh, organic search, um, marketing opportunity. But, um, in order for the search engines to return your web pages in their search results, they need to be able to find crawl and index them. So they use something called spiders. They collect the information about the all the different web pages that they come across, and they um, they take snippets, and and that's what they use to give instructions on how, um, or I'm sorry, that's how uh, they return the information. And then your website needs to give instructions to the search engine of how it wants to be called and indexed. Um, and so there's a lot of technical things that you can do to make sure that your website is structured appropriately in order for the the um, search engines to do that. Um, but, you know, some of the bigger um, opportunities that a lot of folks can do on their own, small business owners can do on their own, is making sure that your site is secure, um, you know, through strong passwords, um, and also make sure that it's responsive, that it's mobile friendly. You know, we have 60% of searches coming in off of mobile devices, so you have to be mobile friendly. And that's one of the larger ranking factors that Google has. Um, and of course, then 
speed. So how fast does your site return the information when someone lands there? How do, how fast do those pages load? Um, and that's these, you know, security responsiveness and page speed are all factors under usability of your website. And, and the more uh, Google's algorithms are being shifted and adjusted by AI and they learn how we are searching and how humans are uh you know, using the web, uh, in better ways, these are becoming much, much higher ranking factors. Um, so, you know, and one of the other really important parts of SEO on a technical standpoint is the site structure. And so the site engines need to understand the priority of the pages of your website and how your site fits together. Um, so, you know, make sure you're using a really robust content management system for your website. So um, platforms such as WordPress and, and Squarespace and, you know, Drupal and all of the, um, uh, the major content management systems that are out there for your websites help you do that. Um, um, and so, um, you know, again, like we've said in the past, you know, in, investing in a really good website from a technical standpoint is so important for your SEO. So Cheryl, when we, when we talk about the technical st stuff and all of the, the, the bits that you have to have, but the, one of the biggest components is content and how your site is seen by the search engines for content, because that's what humans consume. It really is. I mean, we talk about the the backbone of the website and how important that is to to perform well uh, on Google. But what most people who are listening uh, listening to us today think about when they think about websites is what they see when they go to it, the actual mm -hmm. content of the website. And that's super important for, for search engines as well. I mean, that's really the backbone of, of what the search engines are crawling for. When they, when they come to your website is, what is this site about? Is it really in depth about what it's, it claims to be about? Um, and that's, you know, that's something that you can really control as, as a business owner, as a site owner, you can really have a lot of control over what's on your website. So one of the first things when you're talking in terms of SEO to think about as you create your content is the keywords that you want to uh, rank for. And this is, you know, you're going to hear keywords, keywords, keywords all the time when we talk in SEO. And it's really important because um, these are the terms that people enter into the search engines, the words, the, the phrases that people enter into search engines when they want to, when you hope they're going to find your website. Um, and that's, you know, you, you can do that intuitively sometimes, but you really need to get out of your own head and think about what is somebody uh, you know, who doesn't know much about my business, going to enter into a search engine to find me? What question is in their mind? So you might have to, you know, you might have a pretty good feel for that, but try to get out of your own head when you start to figure out what these keywords are. And then as you utilize the keywords, you really want to go for good quality content. Have you ever been to a website and you can just tell that the, the copy has been written with keywords in mind, and it's just really dry, and it's very awkward, um, and it's just uh, you know sentences with with strings of keywords in it. That's not the way to go about it. Mm -mm. Yeah, you need to um, think through your content and offer value. I mean, write content that's really going to answer the questions that you know these people are asking. They're going to uh, the site that will. Um, show you as an expert in your field, you know, as somebody who knows about this thing that they're, they're selling. And it also gives them the opportunity to easily figure out how, how to buy it, you know, 
that's that's what's the most important thing about your content, right? That's why you're wanting to attract people to your website. Um, a couple of other things that you can do to help you uh, rank in the search engines with regard to your content is uh, keep it fresh. You know, you want to uh, keep the the content updated. A blog is a great way to do that. Um, and it, it, Rebecca, we were just having a discussion earlier, and she, uh, you had something really interesting to say about the the difference between um, uh, keywords and the the uh, short terms, and then the long tail. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about that because I thought that was really interesting and how it relates to blogs. Sure. So you know, on when you're doing your keyword research, you're obviously going to look for things like, um, let's say you're an electrician out of East Hartford. So you, you know, you want to be ranking for people when they go into their search terms, and a lot of people will type in like, you know, plum or electrician East Hartford electrician, um, you know, power outage or whatever. When they're in there, they're those are what we call short term. Those are you know one or two words that will uh, help you rank, and that's what you're majority of your site is going to rank for, you know, the, the main pages of your site, you're going to want to think about all the different keywords that relate back to your core services or your core products. Um, but when the interesting part is, you know, we've started to over the past, you know, many years as, as our understanding of technology and our use of search engines has increased, we often will go in and we ask questions, you know, like, where can I find a reputable electrician in East Hartford, Connecticut? Or where can I find someone to help me um, install, um, you know, a new power, um, you know, um, system in my house or something like that? When you're doing that, those are the types of queries or what we call long tail searches that are so valuable to include um, those keywords in your blog content. So if you're blogging, do keyword research related to the questions that people are asking, because those pages will be, you know, some of the ones that get found first, because depending on how the searcher is looking for the information, whether they short use just short key terms, or they actually ask a question. Um, We want to make sure that all of the pages on your website can be found. And blogs are a great way to go in and answer those questions. You're like you said, Cheryl, you're adding value to the to um, the visitor. Um, You're answering the questions that they may have, but you're also promoting yourself. And so once you're on that blog post, the visitor should also be um, guided to a very strong call to action to to, um, contact you or however you want to be dealt with. And then also to have other content on that page that's relevant to their query as well. So related blog posts or, um, you know, same category blog posts, things like that. So people can start that whole understanding of how you can solve their problems. Yeah. I, I just think that's, that's really interesting that the, the way that you can, um, affect your, your search engine ranking with that, uh, the ability to answer those questions uh, so quickly and, and so with such recency, you know, as a, as a blog post, I think that's yeah. really cool. You know, and a lot of times when, when we start working with clients, well, you know, they'll say, well, what should I blog about? You know, I think it seems so insurmountable and they just don't, you know, staring at a blank page, what do you say, start saying? And I always say, well, tell me the top 10 questions that you get asked by almost everybody you work with. And that is easy. People just start, you know, streaming out those questions that they get asked over and over again. And I said, well, they're your top, first 10 blog posts. Answer those questions because that's what people are looking for. And what people are looking for, they're going to put into a search engine. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's almost a, a 
customer service tool in a way. You mm-hmm. know what people are looking for, get on there and answer those questions and keep it fresh. And I think that that's a really cool thing to do. Yeah. Um, you know, going back to keywords and, and the idea that you really need to kind of get into the head of of your customers, there are some really cool tools out there to help you do the research, to find um, what these keywords might be. Um, Google has a couple. You can go, you can look for the Google Keyword Planner and also Google Trends. Now, um, these might not be so quite so specific to your business, but it's overall trends and it'll show you how many people are searching for particular terms at particular times. Like for instance, um, you know, people looking for how to cook a turkey or how do I know my turkey turkey's done, you know, at Thanksgiving, obviously that's, that's through the, that's through the roof at that time. So, I mean, you, you never know what, what it, ideas that might spark the, of things that you could do to your website to really, you know, catch on to some of these trends when they're, when they're happening. You can use the planner to, to really sort of plan ahead to, to add content to your site. And then another tool that I find really interesting is you can do competitor research too. Like suppose um, you have a, you know, a competitor that is consistently ranking ahead of you in Google. Well, how are they managing to do that? You can use uh, some online tools. I know two of them are um, SEM Rush is one. There's one called SpyFu, S-Y-F-U. I don't know. But but, uh, it is really cool to be able to go in there and you can uh, see uh, what, uh, how these other sites are ranking for the keywords that you're interested in. Maybe they're using some keywords that you hadn't thought of. Um, These, I believe, are are paid services. You might have to pay a little bit bit for those. The Google stuff is free, which is great. You can go into Google and learn all kinds of stuff. And there's all kinds of of intelligence on there that doesn't cost anything. But Mm -hmm. you um, can pay a little bit for this competitive intelligence. It's really great to know. To, to because you'll get some insight that you might not have even been aware of. They, some things that they they're um, managing to rank in that you could then adopt and and make your site better as well. Absolutely, absolutely. SEM Rush and Spyfu both have free. You can search a few times for free, and then you have to make the investment. But yeah. even with those few free searches, you can get a lot of really good competitive information to help your site. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just, I happen to think, you know, doing competitive intelligence and competitive research is just really cool and interesting. <laughs> so, you know, you can learn so much. So I, I think it, it, that's a, a great thing to be doing. And getting back to the content that's actually on your site, it's also important to remember that no matter how good the content is, it's really not going to help your users if they can't find their way around the site or if it doesn't make sense. So you can't um, underestimate the importance of your navigation, just the look and feel of your site. Is it, um, is it usable? Is it make sense? Does the layout make sense? Does it pull people through maybe with higher level information up front? And then, you know, as people drill down, they get more detailed information. So really uh, take some time to think about the, is your navigation logical and does it draw people to do what you want them to do? Right. So um, now, that yeah, I mean, I always say, I'm sorry, it's real, but I always say confusion is not a very good marketing strategy, <laughs> yeah. you know, look and feel and, you know, site design is so important because um, while you can look really slick and be up with the latest designs and have some really funky interactivity on the site, if it doesn't really 
lead your visitor to do anything. It's really there just for show and it and it's kind of a waste of time. And people don't waste time on websites anymore. They're very quick in deciding whether or not they're in the right place. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I tell you, it's amazing how many uh, websites are out there that just don't pull people to do a to to do something and that's that's the main reason to have a website either you want to collect email addresses or you want to close a sale or you want to generate an email to you to get more information and um obviously we've talked about this before but that's something that that's your top line strategy for having a website is to to draw people to do something otherwise it's just a a brochure sitting there you know with with, um that, that doesn't really help to build your business so um, Absolutely. So now let's um, let's talk a little bit more about um, some of the other elements that you can that you can use to to boost your SEO. Sure. So you know the, the third point that we or third area that we really like to focus on is what we call on-site SEO. So when we we term, use the term optimization, it really is kind of overused and it, it's vague. I mean, what does it really mean to optimize your website? Um, it could be things like we talked about before, speeding up its performance, improving its usability, inserting those keywords into the copy. Um, but from the search engine standpoint, uh, to optimize your website, we're talking about th- things like page titles and meta descriptions, which are tags that are in each page of your website. Um, and they, the search engines use these to craft the little snippets of information that they return back to the searcher. Um, you know, page titles influence the rank of your of those pages and the person's likelihood of clicking on the listing and that affects your click-through rates and click-through rates are important because that brings people from the search engine to your website um internal links on your website um so this allows both visitors which is your primary uh, consideration, obviously, um, and the search engines to easily click through to other pages on your website. So it's like internal sub navigations uh, that make logical sense to the user. Um, you know, anchor text or anchor links, um, you know, internal hyperlink text, things like that. Um, it gives a context and a meaning uh, to the person's experience on your website. Um, and it also helps what they call ranking power and authority from one page to another. What what pages are most often visited by visitors? Where do they spend the most time? Those types of things are all, um, you know, considered as part of the the ranking factors for your website. Um, and then there's things called structured data. It, this is code, uh, again, that goes back to the content management system that you're using um, that gives search engines really precise information about the content of your website is all about. So it allows them to quickly place web pages in the proper context um, within the search results. So things such like if you've ever gone to Google and you know how they quickly display like recipes or movie times or concert information directly, you know, right there in that top bar of the search results or in the right-hand side of the search results, um, that is what the structured data from your website will tell uh, the search engines, and and that's how they return it. Um, So kind of the opposite of on-site SEO is off-site SEO. Um, And um, you kind of have to shift your your thought process on it a little bit, right, Cheryl? Yeah. But um, this is, you know, offsite SEO has been important to search engine optimization for, for a long time. And it still is. Um, these are some kind of tried and true 
tactics that that have that have been important for a long time, but you and you can still take advantage of them. Um, these we're obviously talking about things that are not on on your website. One of them is uh, backlinks, links to your website on other websites. That's still really important. There are some uh, you know interesting ways that you can do that. You can, for instance, have a podcast or be a guest on a <laughs> podcast. These are the, the um, on that website. There will be a link back to your website. You could guest blog for for other sites. You know, write content. There's all kinds of places where you can write content and and post it. That would always include a link back to your website. You can really build a lot of good backlinks to your site that way. And um, Google cares about that. If there are a lot of links to your website from other websites, Google thinks, oh, well, this is a this is a credible good source. So helps with your ranking. Um, something else you can do is um, go into Google and complete the uh, listing in Google My Business. That will give you um, a reference point within Google, including a map to your location, if that's important. But just go into Google, look for My Business, fill in the information. Um, your hours, your address, whatever it is you want people to know about you, and that will give you a you know a great hit within within Google. Um, and you know, obviously, social media is still an important thing. It doesn't um, hold quite the, the the same rank as some other um, you know links to your site because obviously you have complete control over your your social media. You can kind of say anything <laughs> you want to say, but still, it's important to have a social media presence because that. Um, will include links back to your site and um, references on other pages. So, you know, keep your social media presence up as well. Absolutely. And show you touched on something with Google My Business. I think that um, that's really so underutilized by by folks. Um, it takes time. You have to go, you know, you go in, you set it up, then Google mails you a postcard with a code <laughs> uh, to authenticate your listing. Um, but what it does is it almost creates like a mini website for you right there. You can put your services in there. You can put your product information in there. And it's what pops up, you know, when the search engines uh, return, um, it's what pops up in that nice big bold box on the right hand side with a direct link to your website and a direct link to your, um, your hours and your phone numbers and all that kind of stuff. So it's really valuable to do. And it's worth the time and energy to get that done. The other part of that is that, you know, those Google uh, reviews, the the five star reviews, those are huge. You get a good couple of five star reviews, then you can certainly um, start pushing yourself up in those those rankings. Um, you know, and and that's something you can do over time. Obviously, reach out to good clients and customers and ask them to submit those. Yeah, that that's certainly very important. I mean, we've covered a lot today, and you know. Well, like they say, this, the best way to eat an elephant is one bite at a time. So don't feel like you have to take every one of these uh, tips and tricks and try to implement them all at once. Take it on a little bit at a time. Every little thing you do is going to help. Um, you know, try one aspect each week. Maybe, you know, this coming week, do a little keyword research and see if um, the, the keywords that you think people are using are really what um, what they're using in Google and see, you know, what else might be available to you. Then you can optimize your pages with those keywords. Um, do that Google My Business profile that, that Rebecca was just talking about. Super important, especially if you've got a, a brick and mortar location that you want to drive people to. I mean, you if you do that, do that <laughs> if you have a brick and mortar location for sure. Um, 
And, you know, as, as you do these different tasks, as you maybe start to blog a little bit more regularly, you're going to see um, your site ranking higher. Um, and, you know, you might find yourself on the first page of results and the terms that you want to be. So it's, it's, it's important to do. Right, Cheryl, you know, a lot of times when people, when we launch new websites for our clients, they'll ask me, you know, how long until I'm on the first page of Google? And I really wish I could say, hey, my crystal ball is telling me it's going to take you two months. Um, When you think about it, there are, I don't even know what the count is in terms of the number of websites that are out there and how many launch per day, but Google and the other search engines have an enormous job in order to index everybody. So using this organic um, free ways, you know, of doing the work, getting, putting it in to the site, getting your site to rank higher, uh, using the, those backlinks and referrers and all that good stuff. It takes time, it takes energy, but it's one of the most, you know, it's a really a long-term strategy for your site. And it's really one of the most effective ways to do it because as you know, you can advertise on Google and you can advertise on social media, but those are the things that we kind of ignore at the very top of our results. We, as humans, we look to the authentic um, organic search results first. Um, so it does take time. It's not a a quick overnight thing, um, and give it time and patience, but it will pay off for you in the end. So thanks for, for listening to us today. And we know this was a lot of information to, like Cheryl said, to digest in one fell swoop, but check out the show notes. We'll put a lot of resources in there to the, you know, to the keyword research tools and to Google my business and feel free to reach out if you, if you need or have any questions or need help with any of this, we, um, we're always here to answer and to be of a guide to you. Absolutely. So take good care. We hope to you listen on the next podcast. Thanks a lot. Hey, thanks for listening. And don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so that the next episode of market space will be delivered right to you. And visit our website for additional resources, show notes, and links. That's marketspacepodcast.com. If you had feedback on this episode or any other, or topics that you'd like us to tackle in an upcoming episode, please share them. We look forward to hearing from you. Market Space is a production of Increative.